Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the UR Pod. Usage right? Husey here, coach of the Cash Hughes. And Baz here, coach of the Wet Sales. I mean, Quinn Stein Daddies. <laughs> and No Dairy, coach of the Zinger Boxes, our Lord and Savior of the UR Pod rankings. Uh, we'll go over the schedule. Two teams on the double this week in Adelaide and Tassie. Uh, some people are probably still holding some Adelaide guys. Hopefully at least one um, from their previous run. Tassie, would be hard to find too many in teams, um, especially because they're, both of those teams have got singles after this week's double. Uh, next week, we have Illawarra and New Zealand on the double both of which have the double in round 20. So they're the teams that you want to be getting people in from if you don't have them. Um, And then joining them in round 20 on a double is Perth and Melbourne. So over the three-week span, Illawarra and New Zealand, five games, Adelaide, Perth, Melbourne, and Tassie, each on four games, and all the other teams on three games. So... Last week we said if you've got Brisbane and Cairns, guys, get rid of them. Now, stay getting rid of them. But add Southeast Melbourne and Sydney to that list. You should not have anyone from any of those four teams on your roster from here on out. Great. Give us your best buys, Baz. Comes the money. Here we go. Baz's best buys. Um. My best buys. Um, this is interesting, um, and kind of before before I start this, um, with the the Taz and Adelaide, um, I'll give you two Adelaide purchases. Um, but my thing with this is um, that you'll need at least if you're going to trade in two Adelaide guys this week or an Adelaide and Tasmanian guy targeting this round, know that it's going to take you another two trades. So if you use two trades to bring in to say. Vasilievich and Kel, if you're happy with those two trades you have this week, just know you're selling them next week. So if you've got the players, if you've got a Sydney player, if you've got um, a Southeast Melbourne player and you know that you're trading them out, um, you can obviously do that trade. But just be mindful that if you've got, um, just say, a Brisbane player, a Cairns player, a Southeast and a Sydney, say you've got four blokes that are all on singles, then I wouldn't be burning those trades um, on these Adelaide players or Tasmanian players because you're going to have to trade them out next week. You're going to be stuck another week with blokes on singles. So I hope that makes sense. Um, just know that whatever you trade in this week, if you go both Adelaide and Tas, it's going to take you two, two trades. Can I ask a question? Well. So, yeah. What if you were to have a Tyler Harvey and a Bryce Cotton already? Would you be happy to play both of them on your court next week, knowing that Cotton's only got a single and there's only Illawarra and New Zealand that have singles? Ah, uh, have double, sorry. What? So you well, might have like that... a Kel that you're happy to keep and leave on the bench? Well, I think you're super happy. If you've got Bryce Cotton, um, I think you're super happy because if you look at his score um, this week, um, so for... For one game, he got 45. Um, for the guys that played for Adelaide um, in the single this week and the guys that played for Taz in the single this week, 
the only guy that's um, really like outscoring them in a double that you know is going to be Trey Kell um, mm. really consistently. Vasilievich and Will Magnate, if you double their score, they're all going over. But then the others are all like kind of close-ish. Um, so I think if you're a Bryce Cotton owner, you, you lock it in and you probably don't really need to. You might have one Adelaide player next to him. But it is a tough one because I'm in a situation where I haven't actually traded in. I didn't trade in those Adelaide blokes. So I'm looking at a pretty average score this week. Um, so I'm not going to target those Adelaide and Taz guys. Um, I'll just stick with what I've got. Um, so, and so then you're just telling me that, the next two rounds. Yeah, fair. So you're telling me that end of year Bryce Cotton is like the mid-year Alan Williams? Yeah. Cool. Gotcha. Yeah. So my buyers from, from Adelaide, um, I don't want to spend a, a lot of cash, but I do want to do a down, I think a good downgrade trade is um, Nick Marshall. Um He's priced at 136K with a break even of 16. His recent games are 21, 25, and 13. So I know that. Pretty solid. Obviously, if you double. Yeah, he's been really good. Uh, so his schedule, obviously, we mentioned at 211. His job security plays 16 minutes a game a bit at the moment. That seems to be his number. He's played that in the last few. Um, so if he can do that, you might downgrade trade to Nick Marshall for this week. Take the bit of cash increase. You might get 14, 15K from it. Um, and then obviously you're trading him out next week. So if you're looking for a downgrade option, um, he could be one. The other one I thought, um, and it's probably just more so just a cheaper option, um, is Kyron Galloway. Um, 194K, break even of 35. Recent score last game was 17, but with a 30 and 36 before that. Um, played really with well when Wiley was out. Yeah, that's the, that's the big thing. But Wiley didn't play big minutes in the last game um, from his return. But again, he's under 200K. Um, he'll probably get you 30, but just know that his price will probably drop. Um, and also know... expect that. Also know he's the good Galloway. Yeah. But there wasn't really anyone from the, the Tassie list that, that I liked the look of for trading in. Um, I thought, like, guard-wise... Um, obviously I'm a big fan of Milton Doyle but Milton Doyle's just been too inconsistent for my liking um, that I probably would rather have a single game and this this will come back and bite me I guarantee you but I'll probably rather have the single game of Cotton knowing that it's probably going to be 35 to 40 than have the two games for Doyle because I just don't know yeah. what I'm going to get from him yeah. um, and again Jordan Crawford and Shawnee Mack and Jack McVeigh the other guard options um McVeigh will probably give you 40, but again, you trade him out the next week. So, um, interesting. Um, so, yeah, the Tassie guys, I don't really like any of the purchases there. Um, unless you've already got them, I don't think that there's any. Um, I think that if you've got if you've got an, um, Anthony Lamb, his single could outscore a double from um, Will Magnate. Maybe. So, are we envisioning that most teams will probably have three guys on the double? There might be some teams I think with so. four, very few with five. I, th- I think you'll find the top teams will have Kel. I think the teams will have Kel, teams will probably have Humphreys. Maybe is the other option. And um, maybe Galloway. Maybe Galloway. That's probably the three. Yeah. Um, but as you said, no, no one's going to own Tassie blokes because of just purely based on what that schedule will look like. 
Oh, geez, um, I hope they dominate this week, the Tassies boys. Yeah, so do I. So do I. Um, but my other buys, um, so that's my Adelaide Tassie stuff. But for long, for the next three rounds, I'm going to go with Will McDowell-White again. Um, his price office. increase went up. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Because I don't. I think that it's still a great value. At 206K, break even of 19. Um, he went 26, 11, 32, and 14 in the past four. So, yes, there's two scores under 19 there, but there's also two scores above. Knowing that they've got the single this week may stay the same price, but you've got him in. He's going to be a bench option. He's then playing the, the two games at the end um, where I think you're going to get it. He's a bench option. Um, and for 206K, I think that's a really good buy. Um, so, yeah, I still think that if you didn't get Will McDowell White, you look a bit confused here, but I think he's a still a good buy. I think he's still pretty cheap. And I think that those last two games, um, I think he could play really, go really big in. I'm just thinking about what we talked about earlier about targeting the top guys. I'm hoping there's some of those coming. Yeah, well, I don't know. My next one, my next one's season. Yeah, that's who I thought you were going to go with. I was very intrigued who you were going to go this week, but I thought Cheatham would yeah. be higher. Uh, so Cheatham should have been number one. Um, I think he's a great buy. 270K, break even of two. Um, we spoke about earlier. Yeah, so he's going up in price. He had two really big games um, last week. Um, low break even. He's going to go up in price. Let's say he pumps down to 30. He's going to be 300K. Yeah. Um, and then um, I actually... It's it's interesting because I've I've traded him in as my um I had a bit of cash, I had sixty K. So I went and did the trade from Quoll to to him. Um so he's sitting it. on my bench at the moment. Nice. And I think that was a really good trade. Yeah. So yeah. I really like Cheapen. I think he's a great trader. You know, it's been that annoying that he's not center eligible. Yeah, I think that's ridiculous. Um I really think that that's probably the big thing with um Super coach for for next year, they should look at the eligibility of players um, midway through the season and and have a yep. look to see okay, well, which guys are guard forward, which guys yep. are forward center, because he's a definite forward center. Um, Do it round seven I, and round fourteen. Yep. Yeah. Just in case there's any that you missed, or you've got teams like Cairns and New Zealand that had that shitty schedule and injuries and whatnot. Yeah. I'd say across the board, like they've they've pretty much nailed it. Um, he'd be my main one that I'd say should be a forward centre. But Jordan Usher is probably a guard forward. He's only listed as a forward, mm. but I think the majority of the other ones they've they've nailed it, done a pretty good job of. Have you got anyone else for us? Marshall Callaway, WMW, <laughs> and Cheetah. Yeah, and Will McDowell White. So I've gone with. Yeah, I've seen him. Yeah, so I've done McDowell White, done Cheatham, I've done Marshall and Galloway. Yeah, so two New Zealand guys and two uh, Adelaide guys. Yeah, it's a it's a really awkward round for buys, um, just purely based off that. If you don't have them and you're bringing them in and you end up with like five Adelaide players, you're stuck with them for like, you're, you're stuck with them till the end. Um <laughs> So let's go 36ers. Yeah, it's really interesting. Tough week <laughs> for buyers, to be honest. Yes, yeah, a tough week. 
No, you've done well. I'm glad you got Cheetah in there. I was a little bit worried. Once you got oh, nah. through the first three and you didn't have him. <laughs> nah, he was making an appearance. I was saving the best to last. That's what they always say. I was also a big fan that you didn't kick out nine players this week. Yeah, no. Nah, if you want some honorable mentions, mate, just let me know. Yeah, who you got? I don't have them, mate, but <laughs> I thought I already had enough. I thought that that was plenty. I didn't want to give him more. Yeah, right. Oh. Four is good. Chatham number one. Get him in. Number one. Get him in. Bye. Yeah, yeah perfect. Right, oh. Time for some captains. Look at me, sure. Look at me, sure. I'm the captain now. Relatively straightforward this week, but some very interesting data to look at. So I've got my top three from the data, but then I'm going to throw a spanner in the works here for you, Baz. Did so, you hit me with this spanner earlier today? Uh, potentially. We well, you with a couple of spanners, didn't I? Yeah, you did. My head's a bit sore now. Yeah, fair. If you can dodge a spanner, you can pick a captain. Uh, so, at number three, we've got DJ Vasilievic. He plays a Sydney at home. Uh, we're an easier team for guards to score against. And Tazzy away, who are a mid-range team for guards. Averages 17.3 against Sydney. Averages 29 against Tazzy. Averages 26.9 a game at home. And 16.3 at my state. It's got a last three average of 23.66. Got him as an expected score of 45. So on the lower end, considering last week. Last week we had a lot to choose from, but number three was Lamb at expected of 59. So slim pickings this week. She's going to be a low scoring round across the board. Oh, yeah. So DJ at 45. Number two, Jordan Crawford. He is at Cairns and then home to Adelaide, both mid-tier. Averages 30 against Cairns, 34.5 against Adelaide. 34 is his average at Adelaide and 25.9 is his average at home. He's also got a last three average of 23.66. Got him as an expected score of 52. Oh, I hope so. I hope so. 52 would be nice, wouldn't it? Would be. Good for the Jackies if he gets to 52. Great for the Jackies. Not turn the ball over. Put in the hoop. Get him shimmy. Favorite Big things. weekend for the Jackies. So DJ 45. Crawford, 52. Right. At number one, I've got Milton Doyle. It's from the data. There's a spanner coming. Cairns and Adelaide, I've already gone through those. Uh, averages 27.8 against Cairns, 31.8 against Adelaide. 25 in Cairns and 30 at home. So he really loves playing at home. Of all the guys that I looked at, he's got the best average at home. Uh, he's got a last three average of 26. So only marginally higher than the other guys. I've got him as an expected of 53. So 45 DJ, 52 Crawford, 53 Doyle. Now, here's the spanner. 
Trey Cow has played against Tassie three times. In two of those games, he has been injured. He scored one in one of those and minus one in the other. Both of those games were at My State Bank Arena. So is there a curse, a Trey Kell curse? So you would think he's probably going to be the most reliable options once I get rid of that data because I think it's it's a bit unfair to probably have that data in there. So he averages, yeah, so he averages 33.3 against Sydney, 24 against Tassie, averages 27 at home. He doesn't have an average at my state, even though he's had a one and a negative one. He's got a last three average of 37. So that gets him to an expected score of 55. DJ, 45. Crawford, 52. Doyle, 53. And Kell, 55. But there's a curse. Not the Hughes curse. It's the Kell curse. You've got him this week and you've got, and you've got the captaincy on him too, I reckon. So... Yes, I yeah. do have the captaincy on him. It could be the difference between a thousand bucks and not. <laughs> yeah, it's um. So I'm I can see Doyle going nuts this week. I just got a feeling. Oh, Doyle's second halves have been phenomenal, um, and you know that. You, but you just think with the Jackies, they've just been simmering on the surface, waiting for them to explode. You thought it was going to be after the Southeast Melbourne loss yeah. on Christmas Day, didn't happen after that. Um, you thought it might have happened um, after the Illawarra double OT game. You thought, okay, well, they bounced back against Melbourne, but then um, New Zealand to the bogey side. So, um, yeah, you just you just don't know. As Rothy says, they're consistently inconsistent. Yep, spot on. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a bit of a worry, isn't it? But, yeah, I only have to hit... As you've seen with teams, people forget that Perth had a shocking start to the season. Yeah. Um, so all you have to do is just get hot at the right time. You've seen Illawarra do it. Um, if Tassie can turn their fortune around the last four games, people will be raving about them as a finals chance again. Yeah, so spot on. You know what well. would be elite for me? If we get another overtime game between Tassie and Adelaide. I mentioned it last week. My team's full of them. I've scraped in by $2.3,000. <laughs> And I've crunched Mate. the numbers on everyone to really go to work on the best lineup that I can have. So here's what, here's got... what I've got. <laughs> no, nah, actually, I won't give that away. Someone else might have Bad. it. Don't share it because my lineup, I'm, I'm shambles. <laughs> I've got, I'm it's, not, it's the week you want to be shambles, really. <laughs> no Tassie players. I think Marshall was my only double. Oh, so you're going to be the points you put on me last week. I'm going to get back this week. Yeah, pretty much. More saving <laughs> grace. I, like I, I don't know. I don't know who I'm trading in apart from Cheatham's a lot. Like I'm tossing up. Do I trade in one Adelaide player? No, I'm not going to trade him out next week. Yeah. Um, I think I might have to just yeah. to give someone the captaincy. Otherwise, yeah, I'm I'm really cooked. Yeah, <laughs> been there. Uh, I'm feeling good about this week, though. I looked at something before, and I was like top 10% of teams. The lowest player in the list that I've got from Adelaide Tassie was Marcus Lee, and only 69 people own him. What are the chances they've got all the other guys above that? 
I was a previous Marcus Lee owner. He would have made no good. No, nah, he wasn't. <laughs> Let me give you some start bench cuts, Barry. And uh, we're about to start. Start. Start cut. Cut. Bench. Bench. Is it start bench? bench cut? Start cut bench. A couple of them have got four in oh, them, yeah. so you can cut two. You know, I'm, sometimes I forget who you tell me, but I'll try. Try my okay. best. So first one. Yep. This one's targeted around this week. So we got. Ah, uh, so are we took uh, this week only. Yep. Yep. So just tell me the two players that you would start. It's probably easier. Okay. Kill. Yeah. DJ. Doyle, Crawford. Give them to me in order. Uh, Kel, number one. Mm-hmm. Previous form's been all eight. Um, uh, Doyle or DJ? Doyle or DJ? DJ's going to shoot 20 times. Um, he does play but, Sydney this week. Yeah, and he did just sign a three-year deal. Mm. Um and they love crushing the dream. So I'm going to go DJ. I think he's going to go huge. Um, so the Adelaide back Doyle. Yeah, and then toss a, yeah, literally toss a coin. But yeah, Crawford's definitely my third, uh, definitely my bench. Yeah. Um, his form hasn't been very good lately. Right now, next one. And Cairns, when they play against the Jackies, um, I remember watching last time. Um, Basketball lovers out there, the Cairns run a flex offense and it just pins Paul Crawford down there on muscles. And they they post him up with all their guards. Um, yeah. So last time he really struggled against Cairns defensively, um, which hurt him. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Hmm. Like it. Next one, start bench cap. PJC, J-Rob, Tyler Harvey. Um. Yeah, PJC is definite. Um, I've actually even looked at trading him in this week um, because obviously I'm screwed, um, but I can be less screwed over the next two weeks. Um, um, Tyler Harvey will be my next one. Um, Tyler Harvey's maxed down in his price, though. Um, I don't think he's going to go up in price. We're not talking about price anymore, but he's obviously just going to sit there and then, yeah, J-Rob. Um, I like J-Rob's role, but I sometimes get a bit concerned when I... I get concerned, mate, when I look at the box score and I don't like seeing donuts in the points. And he's had a few of them. Yes. Uh, guard combo three. So this one's moving forward as well. Cotton, PJC, Delhi. You know, Delhi's Delhi's one of my favourites, mate. Um, I know. That's why I chucked Cotton, him in there. And he's got the, the number one in the last week. I know. I actually, um, it's interesting um, because I actually. Consider doing my trades and trading um, Delhi out um, because he's maxed out on price. He's not going up. Um, and I think there might be some better options around his price range. So I'll go Cotton, PJC, Delhi in that order. Really? So you think Cotton will yeah, score well, more points in four games than PJC will in five? Yeah, well, no, I don't think that. I think PJC, Cotton, Delhi. Wonderful. It's a tricky one. Yeah. So, uh, this one's for this week. Forwards, Magne McVeigh Wiley. Oh, we spoke about this. We um, did. It's actually pretty I tough. I think it is tough because Wiley's been Wiley was Mister Consistent earlier in the year. He'd pump out scores between twenty-five and thirty, 
But his last year, he has not. He's obviously missed with injury. Mm. Come back last game. Um, it's so interesting. I'll go on Magne because I think he's got the highest scoring potential. Um, even in his limited minutes when he played nine minutes the other day, it felt like he was out there for thirty and had a monster game. Yeah, he still put up good numbers. So I, I want to see him in the starting lineup. Um, so I'm going Magne one. I'm going McVay two because he is that ultra consistent, and I'll go three Wiley. Yep, like it. Next one, give me a uh, one through four. Oh, yeah. uh, yep. So I got two New Zealand guys and two Illawarra guys, both with the exact same schedule, one, two, two. So we've got Lamb, okay. Cheatham, Clark, Frolling. All forwards, obviously. Yeah. Um, Lamb's my number one um, because he's been, he's pumped, he's shown his scoring potential to be huge. Um, my two is probably I'll probably go with Chisholm at the moment. Um, I'm still worried about that injury cloud with Clark. Um, so that's that makes me a little bit nervous. Um, but if Clark's now I'll go Lamb, Clark, Chisholm. Probably I'm a little bit worried about. Um, we didn't really talk about, it, but his scores during the week were um were boosted by steals, but everything across the board there was actually kind of low. Um, and, you know, he's not going to average two steals a game for oh, whatever's remaining, five games left. He's not going to get 10 steals. Um, so, yeah, I've been, I actually think he's been a bit down lately and they seem to be going more through Clark um, than Froling. Who would you have? Uh, Lamb, Clark, Chief and Froling. Yeah. Hmm. A lot of people would have. Frolling and not Cheatham, wouldn't they? Would you trade Frolling yeah, for Cheatham? No. I would if I had the trades, to be honest. Um, I actually yeah, really think that Frolling scraped his scores this week, um, which which surprised me because he he was someone who was um, yeah super consistent. I thought he'd, he'd be one I could lock and forget, but yeah, kind of having a bit of second thoughts. So against New Zealand, he had eight, six, four, Two steals, one block. So he played 21 minutes in that game as well. So not high minutes for what was a pretty close game. Mm. Then against um, Perth, he had 12-5-1 for a score of 15. Mm. So he's making me a little bit nervous, Froling. He's making me a bit nervous. Mm. I'll give you another one with Froling. You know, it's center line. And then I'll come back to my last forwards ones. So I'm interested to see what you think here. So we've got... Froling, who's got one two two, and then these other two guys have got one one two. Froling, JLA, Pinder. So Froling's got an extra game. Yeah, he does. Um, look, honestly, if you could afford JLA, um, he's been huge. Um, it's he's going to go up in price, but obviously that doesn't really matter. Um. Yeah, interesting one. I'll probably go JLA one, Froling two, Pinder three. Hmm. The other two, um, JLA and Pinder, I think have higher scoring potential than Froling. Um, I think you can, you've seen those two have pumped out the 45 to 50s. Um, so I think they've got a bit more high scoring potential. But yeah, Froling's been pretty consistent for us. But um, I do think that he's, he's dropped the last two games. Last round, he wasn't too great. 
Yeah, and I think that JLA one's a real interesting one because he obviously had that game of 60. His break-even's 14 this week, and he's priced at 3.39. Just looking at the centres that are kicking around that are on doubles for the next two weeks, there's a high chance he could outscore those guys. So Adelaide and Tassie's centres could outscore in one game. He could. He's... Froling's probably going to outscore him in that game, but New Zealand Mango is not going to outscore him. So he could probably run a JLA for the rest of the year. You could get him in this week. The thing that concerns me with the JLA, yeah, he's got a huge um, scoring potential um, where he did pump out that massive score on in his first game. But then also don't forget in his second game, um, he only had 10-4, 1-1 for a score of 17. Yeah, true. You're off him, aren't you? But, you were that about him in the middle of the year. Nah, I do. I was a very proud owner of him, and he did have some huge, huge, huge games for me. Um, and when he's up and about, he's so dangerous. And if they, I think you and I spoke about this, you reckon Melbourne will rest their players knowing that they've secured top spot, or once they secure top spot, will they rest their players? But I think they need, as you said, they need continuity. Um, yeah. They need a JLA firing. If he is, if they're playing, um, just say they play the Hawks or they play Brisbane, um, and he's the best player on the court for the first two games, they're winning those. So mm. if they can get him up, firing, and dominating, um, the yeah, I think that that could be huge for them. So I hundred percent agree that yeah, you could run him the rest of the way if you want to. And they've had seven games in a row on the road as well, but they've yeah, got people- three three out of four games to finish at home. Which he's awesome. Which I actually, which I actually think is a contributing factor for them losing that game to Sydney. Definitely, um, it was their second game of the round, and their seventh game on the road. Not a recipe for success. No, but happens every year. So it's it a bigger ticket in town. Hey, I've, uh, I've got I one. Melbourne play. There you go. Hey. Do you say why? There you go. Is the thing no, called so this? Why don't Melbourne? Thing called the Australian why, Open on. No, I mean, why don't so South East go and play in their heartland? Yep. Why don't Melbourne go and play a game away? Because they're snobs. Yeah, okay, fair enough. They don't have a little venue. They're too important. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> they could go and play at MSAC. Go and play a game in Geelong. <laughs> Imagine. Uh, this is the last Send one. GMHBA, no light stadium. Uh, Travis yeah, Pinder, Doolittle. Oh. All of them, 1-1-2. One, one, they are. Um, Travis, one. Um, the two and um, Doolittle, three. Nice. Hopefully really you guys like help people out a bit. Hey. Tough. It's tough. There's a lot of coin flips in there. Yeah, there is, but it's good to uh, have some expert insight. It's good to flip the coin. You're the boys, man. Rightio, we'll run over trades for the week. So, Derry is trading out his man, Tyler Harvey, and also a Geordie Hunter, and he's bringing in two Tassie guys, McVeigh and Magne. It's his Monday trades. For a projected of 332, which I think will be pretty solid. What do you got? Um, 
I have gone with Out Qual. Yep. In Chatham. Um, yep. So I had, a, I had a fair bit of money um, over the past few weeks. So that was a no-brainer for me. And my second one, um, and I'll just like this one. It was either, again, it's a, the coin flip. So I'm going to trade. I'm going to trade Delhi. Um, I'm going to keep Tyler Harvey and Will McDowell White um, as my two guard bench options. Um, and I've got the choice between Vasilievich um, or Doyle um, for that trade up. So. Who do you think I should? Who do you think I should pick, Doyle or Vasilievich? Well, you went Vasilievich on your little thing before. I did go Vasilievich, but for my numbers, I've got Doyle an extra seven Doyle. points. You yeah. do. So, you just flip a coin and you get back to me. Which ones? Um, which ones got the? What are their break evens? Uh, Doyle's break even is fifty nine. Mm-hmm. And Vasilievich's break even is um, 46. Vasilievich is 20k cheaper. There's more chance of Vasilievich getting 46 than Doyle getting 59. There is. And also knowing that next week I've got to trade out um, Vasilievich and Marshall. Um, yeah, so knowing that you're trading them, you don't want to... You don't want to bring Doyle in and him drop a 40 and you lose 20K on him. Yep. You um, there's no chance at DJ scoring 24 over two games and losing 20K. My other choice is um, I've got Gak. Gak attack. Sam Gak. Yes. The Gak attack. So my other choice is to um, use some cash from the Gak attack um, to, to go to someone else but really I don't really have any good options there um, no. there's main, there's Mango Tango um, Dairies man sets me up for the last sets me up for the last two rounds but yeah not much maybe I do go with JLA but obviously I'd have to trade down some blokes so so if you go to Cole and Delhi to Cheetah and DJ what's that get you to um not a bad score. I think like 290 is where I'm hovering around at this week. Yeah, yeah. I reckon 300, which will be uh, maybe 310, 315. Yeah, uh, it makes me sick looking at it. <laughs> now, for me, I've obviously been working towards this week, knowing that my season has just had no luck. So I'm hoping to turn that around this week and have the biggest luck of all. So I'm trading at Hogue, finally. Um to McVeigh and then AK Gak to Magne. So that gives me a full lineup of Jackies and 36s, and it gets me to a projected 437. What are chances? I hope we're sitting here next week. (laughs) Sipping on pina coladas and celebrating the win, mate. (laughs) And imagine... It'll be even better when we win the 200 mil on Thursday. Oh, one. I had a question for you before. Yeah. If you, so I won 40 bucks on last <laughs> week. Yep. The missus thinks that I lost 20 bucks because I invested 60, won 40. But I like to refer to it as I won 40. 
But you really, lost, I lost 20. Yeah, you lost 20, mate. If you'd won yeah. 100, you would have won 40. Yeah, but next week, I'll have won 200 mil. I'm thinking about playing the odds on that too and going in the five mil tomorrow night because everyone will be in the 200 mil on Thursday. Are they drawing that in Adelaide or Tassie? Uh, I don't know, actually. Probably yeah. Melbourne. <laughs> Rightio, everyone. Good luck for round 18 and we'll see you next week. Sounds good. And I'll see you on the golf course tomorrow, mate. Woo!